Uh, what is it, episode 12? Did we determine that? Yeah, episode 12. Word. Shall we jump in? I'll do it. Do it. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, how do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> you have a skill, man. You have a skill. Do you want me to hum in the background? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, God. Let's just do it. Uh, what's uh, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 12th episode of the Friends Against Government podcast. I am your host, Car Campin, and with me as always is Bird. Uh, Bird, what's going on? Uh, you know, just hanging out in New York, uh, enjoying the my, this communist state that I'm in. How about yeah. you in Texas? I'm just, you know, I'm I'm huffing glue naked in the back of my hatchback in Texas. Um, nailed it. That's what I do. That's what I do, right? Fucking nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> that's all I do. Yeah. Oh man, I'm on fire. We just had a crazy conversation. Uh, before the start of the recording that we literally can't talk about because half of our <laughs> listener base will hate us if we do. And yes, it involves cryptocurrency, uh, not saying which side we took. Um, but you know what else is on fire? Here's the segue. Yeah. You know what else is on fire? What? The Twitterverse. The, the website. The Twitterverse. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but we would be remiss not to talk about two things that happened on the Twitterverse. Um, if you want to get the serious topic out of the way briefly... Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Super briefly. We could do it. I don't like being serious. Super briefly. Yeah, I mean, okay, here we go. Boom. Guess what happened, I want to say, the day before today. The day before we record, which is not the day before we release. I don't know, Birdo. Uh, what happened the day before we record? Sunday. Uh, Israel is back in the news. First thing I saw regarding this topic was the fact that... I saw you send out 14 million tweets about it. Yeah, yeah. Ran out of steam. Unknown aircraft reportedly carries out strikes against Iranian assets in Syria. That happened yesterday. That happened on Sunday. Today's Monday when we record. That was the initial news debriefing. Unknown aircraft. Like 10 minutes after that was released, I I tweeted out, unknown is a weird way to spell Israel. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And today, guess what happens? Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite Netanyahu. Comes out, says he's going to give a speech and expose new intelligence on Iranian nuclear program. Um, uh, look, it is it is actually we're recording as that's happening, so we don't know what the hell's going on because I'm not about to go check. But I, I'm I'm going to just take a bet, and I'm going to say it's going to be the same old spiel about the nuclear program that it's always been. Oh, the Iranian that, nuclear program? Are you talking about Netanyahu's yeah, that, speech? Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, he, apparently he's doing it right now, so I'm not going to go look. Uh, yeah, my bet is it's going to be the same thing as always. It's going to be, oh, they're making nuclear weapons when they've, you know, what have they done? They've only ever complied with the UN regulations, uh, and it's kind of suspicious how, you know, in my 25 tweets that I put out, it's kind of suspicious how this is happening a week after they just dropped the U.S. dollar in trade, and uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, I want to I want to uh, read more about that because I thought that they were supposed to drop the U.S. dollar in trade uh, for oil last week early March or something like that. Uh, and and I don't know, maybe it was that they were just going to begin the process of transitioning. Do you know anything more about that specifically? I do not know, and, and that's a shame because I really should have looked into it more. I should have too. All I know is that they did they did drop it. Okay, dropped it entirely. That must be what it was, uh, that they were beginning the process last year because it was about this time last year. I feel like it was March or They adopted April. the euro. So Yeah, right. I, I find that interesting. Um I don't know why they picked up the euro. Probably just because it's the second best. Well, that's where all the oil's um, going. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Um, shit, I don't know, man. Uh, this is not, this is not for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, never, yeah. It's never for no reason, man. Yeah. Um, it's weird because there's 12 different sides who all hate Iran for different reasons. Okay. And uh, it's weird because Israel is a proxy for the United States, but the United States is a proxy for Israel. Yeah, dude. It's really strange weird, how that happens. Weird relationship. Like it, it's, it's a weird relationship. It's one of those things that it almost feels like it just got out of control. Like I, like I know that the, the the common theme is that we're kind of financially supporting them, and they're kind of our subsidiary in some sort of way, like our proxy in that region. But the more yeah. time goes on, and you just watch behaviors, it's like. Did we just completely lose control of that asset? Like, as right. I and I don't know. I, I had no idea. I don't know that anybody probably. I, I feel that same like mutual exchange of proxiness between us and Saudi Arabia. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's like who like it, it, it's you gotta follow the money on it, and I haven't unfortunately. Um, but hey, you know what? Didn't you just go uh, see uh, Scott Horton? Yeah, I did, man. On Saturday, it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was well, incredible. Was was this some of the topics of, of what he was talking about? Was he talking about Syria? Um, you know, he touched on man, it. Man, I'd love to have him on. Dude. One day we gotta have him yeah, on. I know, man. He, it was awesome. He's a fag among fags. Oh God, yeah. He's yeah. He's he's a major fag. Uh, I, I yeah. He he was he was awesome, man. I I like my I don't have a very good attention span, and uh, he went on for two hours. <laughs> really? Yeah, right. <laughs> Shocking, right? <laughs> you would never know by the tweet by my tweets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he went on for like two hours, and I was just riveted the entire time. And I didn't even really know, like, fully forty five percent of the words were like Arabic names, and and even still, I was like, I was enthralled. I, was, I remember, I remember one of the first times that we ever interacted. It was on our, our, our Twitter DM, and and people were talking about Scott Horton, and I didn't really know who he was, mm-hmm. but um, I heard people talking about it, and I remember you specifically. You were you were like Scott's crazy man. Doesn't he know something like three thousand different Arabic names? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? is that a statistic? Yeah. What does that mean, dude? It's it but was you wild. were right. You know, I, I mean, that guy knows. That's great, guys. Is a is a wealth of knowledge on one very niche subject, which is enviable. Yo, man, it's it's incredible to watch him stand up there for two hours and be, and and the funniest thing was like you can tell like, you know I mean I'm sure you've listened to a million Scott Horton podcasts where and, yeah. or him like guesting on somebody else's podcast where like they're yeah. trying to wrestle like kind of low key wrestle the microphone back but Scott's just like oh but let me just yeah, yeah 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 but then, but then Alzar Heary that's <laughs> but, the, but here that's the thing that's one of my favorite parts about I know, Scott it's great. is that he'll bring he'll bring guests on but but then he'll just <laughs> and talk. Then out of them for four hours. He's <laughs> great, man. It's, no, I want because I want him on here to do yeah. that to us. Yeah, I know, I know. No, it's yeah, like, because it's so damn informative, and you're and like part of the reason that he can do that is probably because the guys that that he podcasts with, like if he goes on and is interviewed by somebody, they're just so damn enthralled that they don't even want to wrestle the microphone back. But uh, yeah, yeah, like at he's the end, wizard. yeah, yeah, and at the end of the thing, like. Like we went to Q and A and we were over time. Like they, we, I guess we only had the room for so long, and uh, yeah. and like you know each question you could tell like the the Libertarian Party chair there like who was responsible for getting everybody out on time I assume was just wincing like every time somebody would ask a question. Oh, because he was talking to the Liberty. He was, he was talking to the Libertarian Party. Uh, I mean or, the Libertarian or no, Party. No, like, the the, the it sponsored. They sponsored the, the event. They sponsored the event. I don't know if it was Libertarian. Now, how party weird of, is that? What's that? Now how how weird is that that the, now this is not the le- the national party no no it's a local yeah I, and I don't know how much involvement you've ever had with libertarian party like local chapters but typically no, they're, have, typically none. they're pretty cool like it, it's not like 
Gary Johnson. Oh, you mean the way that you you mean the way that libertarianism is supposed to be? Yeah, exactly. In small communities, instead of in a large national front that tries to wrestle the political sphere away from two major parties. Yeah. (laughs) You mean the right way? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I guess I'd be shocked. I I I mean, I don't know what the spread would be, but I'd be I, I I don't know how many like. Uh, hardline libertarian party voter right. uh, e- e- types you mean, were in that room. So you mean Democrats? Yeah. <laughs> you mean basically crypto Democrats? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, those pussies. Oh, I fucking hate those guys. I'm yeah. taking a stand right here live on the podcast. Yeah, take if it. They, if, if, they, if, if they're so afraid of, 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 of everyone's favorite grandpa, Ron Paul, I can't imagine what it would be like to have Scott Horton... Like, what their reaction would be yeah. if Scott Horton did anything with the, the National Libertarian Party, those pussies. Yeah. <laughs> the Mises Caucus is cool. Um, they're pretty cool. Yeah, there was a dude um, wearing a Mises Caucus shirt there. Was, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I was one of the first people to follow that account because, I, I like, um, Tom Woods released his episode on them. Yeah. Like, and then I, immediately, I, I remember I was walking to work and it was halfway done. I was like, oh, you have a Twitter account? We follow it. And, yeah, they're doing cool work, man. I just... You know what? I'm not here to stop anybody doing their thing. I just think if you're trying to appeal to us on a national level, like we're kind of dead right now when it comes to that. But man, I really hope they make some progress. I yeah, really do. Me too. Me too. I mean that 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 party, like as a as just a thing, is a fucking mess. Like it's just yeah, it's a mess. I, you know, I, that like, naked guy. That naked guy killed the party. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that, well, that one fat guy's dick killed the whole party. I, yeah, that was pretty unsettling. But the, 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 like, and I understand both sides though because I, I think that there is one side that are the more radical wing that express themselves yeah. through the party and they're like, no, we're going to come and we're going to be who we are and we're going to just be maniacs and we're going to... and Like and like I, uh, Adam Kokish. Uh, I mean, Adam Kokish doesn't like really... I mean, he's not going to show up naked and just like be, make it... Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought you meant the actual representatives. Of the party, no, so no, no. Radical. I mean, just like the absolute. Well, I don't know. Maybe Adam shows up naked well, somewhere. Okay. Else. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if there's uh, a law that says you can't be naked in a public monument, Adam's breaking Adam's, the law. Yeah, Adam's gonna make it. No, but but what I'm saying is that there there's like elements within the Libertarian Party, just at, like active members within the Libertarian Party, or the people that show up at these conferences, and yeah. the, I I am super sympathetic to people flipping the bird to the system and saying, yeah. you know, fuck you, I'm going to make the I'm going to make a mockery of this whole thing. It's just interesting that they paid for a plane ticket to go do it. Like why don't why yeah. not just like not not go there and just do it by doing what you do every day and just not caring. You know, like it's just a weird move to me to to like fly go out of your way, waste your time in what is an even bigger waste of time called the Libertarian Party just yeah. to waste everybody's time. Like, you know, it's just a bizarre, yeah. bizarre it's all just time wasting. I mean, maybe yeah. if you lived next door to the conference that it happened to be staged at and like it right. and it was like right in, in your <laughs> in your routine, like I, I guess, but it's just bizarre. Like why not just stay home and, and really you know uh, show everybody how little you care about the system. There's an aspect of me that really wished that they embraced the naked guy. Like the naked guy became like a symbol. Yeah. Like I, I they but but they didn't. They did it to like this is the problem with the Libertarian Party and and this is what's good about all of the people we know's podcasts. Number 1, Libertarian Party's problem, they want to be taken seriously. Right. Second half, reason why all of our podcasts are, you know, going up, the reason why everyone from Mance's podcast to Roland Slappy's podcast to our podcast 
to Peaceful Treason, to all the people that we know as podcasts, every single one of them. The reason why they're going up is because they're fun. Yeah. Because they want to spread information. They want to do it fun. They want to lay out the principles, but they want to do it in a way that isn't stuffy and corporate. Yeah. And that's what this party is supposed to be. And that's what made Ron Paul so cool, because Ron Paul went up on stage against Rudy Giuliani and did not hold back a fucking inch. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, he. I mean, he. He was just. He was just absolutely genuine. And I know that there is a wing of of libertarians that that are. You know, he still made the. You know, he still expressed himself through the state. He still didn't. You know, whatever. He wasn't an anarchist or something like that. Um, and you know, I get it. I, I'm not here to poo-poo that uh, idea necessarily, um, but there was something just so very genuine about him. Like, they, like you, he he was telling you exactly what he thought, and there was no ulterior motive. That's how it. That's right. how it felt. And and frankly, I mean, I, I gotta believe that after 30 or 35 years of doing the same thing, and everybody really hating you, like in the establishment, yeah. that if he wasn't absolutely 100% genuine, most you know, essentially all of the time, I mean, within reason for being a, a member of the human race, like people right. would have found out, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, after yeah. everybody's probably digging for dirt and especially in 08 and 12, you know, so oh, they were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, there just frankly wasn't all that much to be found. And that's why we found, that's why we heard so much about some ambiguous letter from the eighties that, that, you know, I don't even, who gives a shit really? Oh but, yeah. The letter that he didn't even write. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I mean, it was under his letterhead, I guess, but so, you know, yeah. it is what it is, but, uh, it, you know, yeah. it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme. of things. No, it doesn't. You know what? I mean, I, it's one of the problems that really pisses me off about Gary Johnson is Gary Johnson could have been somebody. Yeah. All he would have needed to do was actually give a shit about anti-war, and he wouldn't have had the Aleppo problem. If, That's if, number one. If if Gary Johnson, after his relative success in 2008, or 2012, excuse me, had decided, all right, I'm going to sit down, and in the next four years, I'm going to read one book every year. Yeah. He, he yeah. probably would have done a lot better in 2012 and swayed uh-huh. a lot of people who were kind of waffling. He was trying to do the thing where he wanted to appeal to the Democrats yeah. and the Bernieites. Right. And I don't have a problem with that because a lot of the Bernieites were Ron Paulers. I mean, like a lot of the people who supported Bernie were Ron Paulers. I know it sounds crazy, but it's not. I mean, nah. at least in New York, the case is like they like them because they're radical and because they want to make change. And Gary could have really. He could have really capitalized on that, and he fucking didn't, because he he did he went the most milk toast way he did. to appeal to Bernie voters was to like, oh, well, we don't want to offend anybody. Like, you don't have to be offensive. You don't have to like not be offensive. You just have to like not be a retard. Yeah, if you could have averaged Gary Johnson and Naked Guy like that, you yeah, 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 with, yeah. That you know, that's what we need to start doing is is you know, really just. Just mixing these people together and, and maybe exposing them to each other uh, yeah. earlier on in the race so that they can, you know, maybe Gary Johnson would have picked up a little mania, which is uh, was sorely lacking. He was just so bland. I think that, you know, I think that might have been yeah. my biggest problem with him. I, I don't even. Yeah, but he, why was he super bland? Because he didn't take a stance on, on the thing vi- yeah. that we're the best at. Right. War. Right. He didn't even take a stance on it. He didn't even fucking know what a leper was. Yeah, I know. That's unbelievable yeah. that the party of anti-war, the main guy who the party of anti-war supported, didn't know what Aleppo was. Right. What is that? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's 
It's pretty bad. That's crazy. Yeah, that 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 really started off because I remember thinking, and everybody knows where I stand on all of this shit. Uh, but I remember thinking in 2016, uh, like you know, this could be a big year for the Libertarian Party. Wherever I where you know whatever I think about them, the Libertarian Party could do really well this year. And I know everybody was you know saying, oh, if we break this milestone, we'll get federal fund matching, and obviously that's a whole another can of worms uh, uh, for yeah. our philosophy but, but nonetheless like just as an impartial or relatively impartial observer looking at horses racing like I, I was like man you know that horse could could do surprisingly well this year and set themselves up you know so, so, you know a, a decent finish here and then and set itself up for for a, a, a much tighter race down the line and right. I remember with every passing week, and at that point, I was really neutral towards Gary Johnson. I remembered him from 2012 because obviously he did yeah. kind of make a splash, relatively speaking. Um, and, but I, frankly, I didn't get all the because Ron Paul was in the 2012 race, and my eyes were on him. Gary Johnson yeah. managed to fly under the radar, and I didn't realize how much of a retard that guy is. And so, yeah, I don't think anyone did. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so because I just didn't care. I was like, my eyes were on Ron Paul. And uh, and then when 2016 came around, I was like, oh, word, Gary Johnson, like he did pretty well. And then and then, you know, and, you know, set up, setting up nicely, and you know, I'm not gonna vote, but like, good, good for you guys, you know. And then I remember just like within weeks, it was like painfully obvious that Gary Johnson was not the answer. I, I really, you know, what did they get? Three uh, percent? Maybe I don't, yeah, election three like percent. I how many of those people actually? even knew who gary johnson was yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying right how yeah. many people, how many people actually just, just go looked at hillary vote. looked at hillary yeah. looked at trump and was just like i don't know whatever this and guy the third is. name on the bottom is johnson ego it's not gonna win and i don't want to vote for these two but i i feel like i have to vote right which is is as useless as not voting sure but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's, just don't just stop don't fucking vote man. put down the pen dude yeah uh, uh i think that's why jill stein got any votes People were like, oh, a woman. And yeah. they voted. They were like, okay, cool. It's, and it's not Hillary. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even really know what she stands for. Like, I don't know what her deal is. I mean, I know she's Green Party, right? Like, uh, whatever. I don't even that. know what that means, dude. I don't I know really understand what that means. I mean, I, I'm sure some sort of like environmental incentives mixed with socialism or some something like that. Smoking weed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's like one or two things I could probably find to talk about with them, but. Probably not yeah. much more than that. No, probably. <laughs> probably begins and ends at weed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have a conversation with someone from the Green Party about, hey man, you know where to buy some weed in this town? <laughs> sure, right here. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, by the way, you vote in green? No, man, I'm a libertarian. <laughs> well, all right, I'll see you later. That's it. That's the whole, that's the whole of the conversation uh, that I can have with accurate, those people. Yeah. Uh, man, well, that didn't have anything to do with Israel. But uh, whatever. Yeah. I guess we'll find out about Israel just to leave that topic. I guess we'll find out about Israel by the time this podcast releases. If I'm right, I'll take my bow, and if I'm wrong, hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised. Do, do before um, we get off this thing though, do yeah. do things feel? I know that there's always this this uh, tendency to be like doomsday is tomorrow. The government is coming into my house, beating the shit out of me, and raping my dog. Like, and it's gonna happen in the next. In the, in the <laughs> is next, that a problem? Yeah, it's gonna happen in is the that next a real fifteen problem? minutes. I guarantee. People are slipping it into people's dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that tendency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's like, and it's gonna happen now, like right now, like yeah. immediately. Like, I gotta go answer the door because they're here. And uh, but but does it feel? Kind of like things are heating up a little bit in the, in the Middle East again, like like for for real though, not just like a, a regular market cycle of insanity. Like the- I don't know, I I 
I'm not sure I know either. I'm just, I was just kind of throwing I'm going to say yes because it feels the same way that it felt during the Arab Spring. Yeah. Like, like I remember that. Right. I, I, rem- I remember when everyone started getting assassinated and people started rising up. And I'm not well aware if a majority of – I say a majority. If a healthy minority of the population realized that it was all just because of the government or if the, everyone just thought it was, like, genuine, the Arab Spring – but I want to. I want to say yeah. I want to say. I want to say it feels like Iran is next. God, man. Uh, but it's just. It's the thing is. It's felt like that so many damn times. Like through my through yeah. My but life. but the last real time that it felt that way, we we went into Syria. I mean. Yeah, that's true. I I just I just feel like the ebb and flow of these things is we've been in so many wars. And we might actually get a peace candidate for the first time. And I know I say that, and people are listening and going, "You are." so gullible yeah rolling but, their eyes i'm, rolling, I'm rolling my eyes i just, they just rolled right out of my sockets <laughs> i don't know man I, I feel like peace is coming so i don't know as far as that goes i, I don't know maybe when we get scott on he can dish on that <laughs> you know scott's podcast is number two best libertarian podcast yeah yeah man he's making headway they kicked we off keep, and Slapper, our, man. we gotta keep our yeah. content up because he's getting yeah. it on us he is. Oh, dude, the fact that you got a book signed from him is really cool. It's pretty rad, man. I'm pretty pumped about yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the fact that he responded to your tweet. I know. Cool. What? Yeah, and which the funniest thing was like that he was apologizing for not putting two and two together when I was there. And I was like, yeah. why would you? Like, you are basically the foremost expert on foreign policy that exists in this world, whether other whether the mainstream recognizes it or not. Oh yeah, like absolutely. you just spat out seven hundred. Arab names, and you're apologizing for not remembering some dipshit on the internet. And then, and then I had yeah. like a second thought, and I was like, "Of course, Scott would be be upset yeah, about yeah. not remembering a name." <laughs> well, because that's the thing; like, it's all second nature to him. Yeah, all of the foreign policy up to second nature. So he's just trying to remember regular people's names now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like Car Al Zawahiri, and I'm like, no, it's just, just Car, man. I'm not Arab. <laughs> no, man, it's just Car, dude. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, what yeah. do we we gotta pivot now? Let's pivot? pivot to the website. The website. Let's pivot to the website. Yeah. Let's do website number one. We'll do the more recent one because it's I guess, it's not really as funny, but we'll do all right. We'll do website part one. Did you see on the website? Everybody's ganging up on that poor girl because she decided to wear a Chinese dress to prom. Oh god, yeah, I did. That <laughs> did was you outrageous. see that? That was just outrageous. How 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 crazy is that? It's it. it it really, it, I, I know that, that a lot crazier stuff happens, but I feel like that does highlight a lot of the craziness that is current year. You know, that, that it, yeah. like, it's a freaking 17 year old girl or 18 year old girl or whatever it is. And you're just absolutely roasting her online. People are roasting her. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Like, I feel so bad. Why? Like, how would that ever be? Like, just trying to wrap my mind around the fact that and I granted, I get like sometimes like people are assholes and like even if they're, you know, of, people of all ages are assholes. I get it. Yeah. But there is something about like, uh, this is going to sound creepy, but younger girls, like they're just vulnerable. Like why? Like don't be a fucking asshole to like a, yeah, right. a, 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 like a minor girl, you know, like the, yeah, yeah, this yeah. like the most, def- uh, you know, vulnerable of the, of the, 
relatively or at least the population. person who you like want to protect the yeah, most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like firstly the children, and then and then some children more than others. Like Christ Almighty, man! Like get online and just absolutely torch this chick for wearing a fucking yeah. prom dress that she wanted. Like, and not only that, yeah. but that's like the most seemingly like one of the more sensitive topics of like a like teenage girl's life is like what am i wearing to prom and then and they they she probably you remember, put, you remember that, that that one saying that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery yeah well that's yeah. fucking gone that dude, doesn't exist anymore. i know i know well dude i was thinking about this i i was thinking like what would be the, the the coolest thing to me and granted i'm sitting here with my white male privilege i understand that but if i <laughs> if i went to like a foreign country like if i visited thailand and i just yeah. rolled up on a party and everybody was wearing ripped up jeans flannels and drinking pbr out of solo cups i would oh, lose it would be amazing. i would lose yeah. my fucking mind i would never leave yeah. i would just be like nah this is where I'm well this kinda, is evident I'm, man like it, it, i don't i don't know where the where the cultural appropriation thing like like where the boundaries are i don't know if it's only targeted towards white americans because like i don't know about everyone else but i fucking love korean hip-hop yeah have you ever listened to korean hip-hop uh no dude korean hip-hop is fucking awesome and i can't even understand the language and it's just hip-hop but it's korean guys doing it i'm just saying man it's it's great when other people adopt your culture yeah man that's the that's the beauty of this thing called like the life like like you're... The beauty of the thing called the lie. <laughs> there's a, there's a clip for you. Just me struggling yeah. through like some not even that profound statement, but saying it like it's the word. Of no, God. it's awesome. <laughs> like it's like when people adopt American culture, like my culture. I guess my culture more than American culture because I I don't know if Korean guys were walking around wearing ten gallon hats and cowboy boots. I'd be like, that's gay. Back <laughs> back. Yeah, I don't know. When they start doing hip-hop and shit, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. dude. I, I get a I kick out of it, man. And I, I mean, I understand, too, like, to play devil's advocate, I guess, I understand, too, like, like, like degrading another culture, you know? Right, exactly. You know, I get that, too. And, like, you're free to do it, you know? But, you know, don't be super surprised when people's feelings get hurt, I guess. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's like when, <laughs> when cultures mix, it is so damn cool. And, you know, think of all the, the tasty dishes that are just combinations of two different cultures. Fuck like, yeah. you know, like Native American and Spanish. I mean, they, it's like, that, that, that created a lot of cool shit. Am I going to take that away? No. What, I guess I have two points. The first point is more of a statement. The second one is a question. Hi, yeah, yeah. First, the statement. The st- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it just totally threw me off. He's just in the background. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. What were you saying? <laughs> um, one of I think the funniest tweet that I saw in response to um the guy who was offended by it, like the big tweet that blew up, um was <laughs> the big tweet. What? The big tweet I like that the blew idea, up. Like, like that it was really a struggle to click the mouse. Like he had to strain and like and like push the tweet out. Like <laughs> the, this, the heavy tweet. Big, like, like he's grunting and like the heavy had to, like, tweet grunt that blew the tweet up. onto the website. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a. Somebody made a thread in response to the guy who got offended, which like it, it was like thirty, it was like thirty different posts that in detail described how the dress was a Western dress. Like she went, she looked at the seams on the dress. Oh god! And it and it was like, well, actually, if you look, this is a European style of threading. It's like, wow. Like, that's the reverse of cultural appropriation. Is somebody taking 30 tweets to dissect 
this the right. men's rights groups to like the patriarch or the to versus yeah, the patriarchy. Yeah. It's like you guys are somebody both just, fucking it up. It's like somebody's just like like you took thirty threads examining the thread count of the dress. Yeah, it's a goddamn Chinese dress, dude. Like, look it's at it's a it. Chinese dress. It's fine. Get over it. It's fine. Uh, was she? I mean, if I and I only saw like a picture briefly, but wasn't she of some sort of ethnicity that wasn't Northern European? Yeah, she's. I think she's Hispanic. Oh, God, man, it's a, what a quagmire! Like, what a difficult thing to like to 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 navigate is is yeah. what's offensive and what's not. I mean, I know that it's it's fluid. It's like you know, it can be yeah. whatever, but it's like you know, I'm not I'm not one of those libertarians who thinks that like everything is on limits, right? Like, I, like, I'm not one of those people who thinks that, like, you could just say whatever you want. Oh, yeah, so you're a and communist. expect people not... Yeah, of course, yeah. I'm a communist, and apparently I'm religious, too. Yeah. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> if, if you say something offensive, like, you are open to the criticism of everyone hearing it, and I don't think that has anything to do with the state enforcing it. No. There's some libertarians who are just like, no, you shouldn't be offended by anything. Which I think is, like, kind of yeah, dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, I mean... Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It's like if you if I have like my daughter and we're out in a park and somebody comes up and just starts shouting obscene shit into my daughter's like, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna be offended. I'm gonna be like, dude, yeah. you can't like, what do you? Come on, like, a, I might just punch the guy. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I, might. I, I very well might. Ooh, Maybe I'd be out. NAP of violation. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, but like, dude, there's you know the the the. The, the the delicate dance that is society is is a uh, is a very real thing and like it is. And granted, it is. I mean, look, dude, like. Get on a radio station. Say whatever the fuck you want. To be like, if you're gonna approach somebody and just shout offensive stuff at them, there is there is yeah, some yeah. sort of lying, right? I mean, no, and, and I'm not no, saying totally nece- not, not not saying necessarily it's it's appropriate to meet it with force, but but it's not like I everybody has to be completely impenetrable emotionally at all times, or else you're not an yeah. anarchist. Like, don't yeah. don't be a snowflake, but also don't be so ready to call everyone else yeah, snowflakes yeah. because you don't you don't get offended by now, anything. Personally, I mean, just as a average white dude without a family like yeah there's not a whole lot that i'm gonna really get offended about like i just don't what if someone just started taking younglings and breaking them on the floor and laughing at you oh what how do you oh my god all right next topic i can't even (laughs) younglings what are you what are you doing to me (laughs) younglings let's roll it back jesus what if somebody was just breaking younglings on the floor younglings it's younglings dude we gotta move on. What is it? <laughs> Yingling. There's a G in there. It's a silent G. It's not a silent G. Listen, as someone on the on the East Coast who gets to drink them whenever he wants. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, this this episode's over and this podcast is over. <laughs> uh, what's the other one? What's the other topic? Oh, our Lord and Savior Kanye. Dude, well, how, we got that one. I was also that? thinking. I was thinking we could just talk about the Pope and just snipe Rollo and slap the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they would have heard it first if people are listening to Rollo and Slappy, but well, they're not. Yeah, they're not. That's true. Yeah. Seven. Let's do what Kanye. Are they at? They're at fourth best now. Oh, you know what? Fuck Kanye. Before Kanye, I had the question. I had two parts to that. The question is: Is cultural appropriation a form of IP? Did I blow your mind there? I had certainly never thought about that. <laughs> that's interesting. That, that's an interesting thought. Like, obviously, 
like obviously it doesn't exactly align, but I see where you're going with it. Like that's a that's a pretty interesting thought. Like like claiming cultural appropriation would be the same thing as claiming IP in some sort of way. Yeah, which is yeah. I guess why I, I my case for why libertarians should be sort of against the idea of cultural appropriation, not against culturally appropriating. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's interesting. I had never thought about that. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Let's 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 leave it up to the listeners. Let's um, ruminate. Yeah. If we post the episode, you know, give us your thoughts. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's let's do it. Like, comment, would, and subscribe, guys. Would, hey, have you figured out how to see the comments on this thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, because I yeah, haven't either. Dude, I get, I get... you you know how this thing goes. We just we just talk. <laughs> yeah. so we talk. Just... I do some light editing and then I release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see people commenting, and I figured it out once. But yeah. I like I get alert emails saying people were commenting, but Do I don't you? know where the fuck to go to see the comments. So guys, if, if anybody knows, yeah, if anybody, yeah, help us out. Help us <laughs> if out. Anybody, if anybody who's commented, just where did you comment? Because yeah, because yeah, because all I want we'll to do is read our Podbean thing. Like just get on and like figure it all out. All I want to do is a bunch of, is see a, a bunch of like incredibly hurtful comments. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. No comments. Uh, no comments. Yeah, forget it. Uh, just keep roasting us because yeah. we have no idea it's happening. We, we have you on mute with our own technical illiteracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do Kanye. Let's let's yeah, get man. Kanye in. Dude, I I saw a tweet. So let me back this up. I saw a tweet that just was Kanye, and it just said Bitcoin. <laughs> I I like dropped a nut. Like I was just like, what the fuck? Like my world. I I was I like I got lightheaded and dizzy, uh-huh. and I was like yeah. stumbling about. I mean, it was obviously edited, but yeah. it certainly looks like Kanye is starting to <laughs> starting to shake loose uh, some some nuts in his brain. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. He like he like made a grand entrance entrance into like the libertarian community and then he just there, there, he he, there he goes. There he goes. Triple backflip. Just in yeah. out, in out, and he left. And he was an enigma. Never to return. Never to return. He was an enigma. So where did it begin? Where did you I don't really remember. Where did you move into this? Like Well, I moved in when I saw the edited tweet called that just said it was so Kanye. You didn't, you didn't see the original tweet? No. So I say original tweet. Really, I don't know where the original tweet began. Um, the first one I saw was when he wrote "Decentralize." Okay, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. I thought that, fucking legendary. Saw, I'm pretty sure I saw the Bitcoin one before I saw that one. Did you really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oh, dude. But then he legendary. he just went off off the deep end with like I, I'm tr- I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes because you know I think the the tweet about Candace Owens came before that. You know, it's okay. really funny. Do you know Do you know who Candace Owens is? Uh, not really. Vaguely. I was so, gonna I was gonna try to pretend that I did, but I, I uh, actually have So here's the thing. Here's what's so fucking funny about what Kanye is doing. Before Trump, we didn't really fully get a grasp of what Kanye's like political leanings were. Yeah. And then Kanye did Kanye did a libertarian. <laughs> he 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 jumps in. And he's like, this is this this is so many people's journeys. It's not even fucking funny. Is he jumps in to Trump? He goes, hey, I like this Trump guy. He does he, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't let anyone boss him around. I mean, he's a free thinker. I'm a, I like this guy. And then like we don't hear from him for a little while. Wait, and was then, this actually back at that time? Oh yeah, yeah. This is oh when I Trump, didn't know that. Yeah, this is when Trump gets sort of was elected. Like he started was like, you know what, this Trump guy. I had cool. no idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the funniest fucking thing is that he did like 
the classic libertarian journey is he went from Trump to YouTube videos of conservatives. <laughs> okay, and then to you <laughs> to, porn videos. To he's li- yeah, till he's listening. Then he's there's videos who he's listening to Jordan Peterson lectures. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just the thought of Kanye sitting down and like opening, like just gently opening his laptop and then yeah. typing in Jordan Peterson into and YouTube? Then, and then and then the, the greatest play. next thing is. He puts out the tweet decentralize. So oh now we know he's into now we know he's into cryptocurrency. Well, he's we don't making know a that. No, come on, let's just believe. Can we just, <laughs> let's just believe. Let's just believe. Let's just spread misinformation with very, very little facts. He yo, he and then he now there's that video or not the video, it's an image. I'm sure there's a video attached to it. But then there's the image of him coming out of a meeting with Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens. Which yeah. are like Two of the, like, conservatarian, new age thinkers of the day. Dude, I'm telling you, in a month, the dude is going to be like, y'all read Rothbard or what? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's the natural journey that so many of people of my generation are taking into libertarianism. Because I know that because that's exactly the, the journey that I took. It's just like it's just gutterball. It's like gutterball and bowling. Journey like, that I took. <laughs> the only difference is instead of Charlie Kirk, it was Steven Crowder. But it was okay. basically just like, oh, Trump awakens me politically. Now I'm going to all these shitbirds on YouTube who have who have different opinions. Now I'm like talking about Bitcoin. Now I'm like meeting with these shitbirds who I, I, I knew about. And then finally, the approach. I went out to a I went out to a, a Twitter DM with a bunch of nutcases. That's what Kanye is doing. We'll see Kanye in the Discord. <laughs> Dude, let's get him in the Twitter chat. <laughs> let's get him. Let's see him about Rothbard. Can we add him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We would have to know if he had a Discord. <laughs> no, I'm saying in the Twitter chat. <laughs> I don't know. I, let's let's find out after this is over. <laughs> can you just add people? I mean, isn't that how it works? Yeah, I guess. Kanye? I guess we could try. Yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try. do it right now. I'm do doing it right now. Be like, yo, Kanye, you, you, you ever read No Treason? <laughs> oh God, hold on, I'm in. See, Anarchy Ball needs to friend Kanye, and then. Oh, can I not do it if we're not friends? Oh no, you can't. That's the problem. Oh, all right. Well, oh, maybe you gotta get noticed. Yeah, I'll start tweeting at him. I'll start, start tweet- tweeting at him. Start tweeting at him like vaguely conservative statements, and he'll be like, <laughs> and he'll follow you, and then swoop in for the kill. Yeah, <laughs> it's so him. weird. It's so weird like that like the the modern conservatarian group of people Stephen Crowder, Ian Miles, Chong, Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens. These are the people that Kanye is listening to. I be it really because I swear to God, he's gonna start talking about Rothbard soon. Do you I think? Swear to God. What do you think the odds are though that this is just a big marketing ploy? A hundred percent. This is. Yeah, okay. I'm li- just having fun right now. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. This is a hundred percent. <laughs> him marketing himself to a crowd that wouldn't otherwise listen to his music. Okay, but do, okay, but, but okay, but but let's play that thread out too. What are the odds that he starts exposing himself to yes. these ideas? Yes, and and then it's just like uh, he, he goes from ironic libertarian to unironic libertarian, well, which, thing, as I you said, is the path. That is the path. No, that's hundred percent the path. <laughs> it's the path because that, before I hated the state ironically, and now I just hate the state. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. See, my thing is with Kanye. Is I you know like Stephen Crowder really exposed me to conservatism, yeah, which naturally exposes you to libertarianism, and then where you go from there is up in the air. But Stephen Crowder stayed who he was. I changed, and right, what I'm right. thinking is, 
Kanye exposes people to these people, and then the people who were exposed by these to, to these ideas by Kanye, they move without him. That's right. what I'm thinking. Right. Whether or not Yeezus moves really doesn't matter. We, I mean, the decentralized. What? Community... He, what is Yeezus? Say that again. What is Yeezus? Oh, I've seen that that's like in a hashtag. Oh, I don't know. Oh, dude. that's his, that's that's his, his nickname. Ha- I did not know that. Yeah, dude, are you, dude? You, you're, you're 29. You're... I, I'm un- <laughs> I'm uncomfortably white. <laughs> you're not. You're 52. <laughs> I I might be, dude. What is, I might this, be really... what is this Yeezy? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, all right. I don't know shit about Kanye. I don't know. I, mean, I I know that he's like respected as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, that's, how, that's how my good hope. is he? Like, where would you put him as a rap artist? Like, top ten, top five? Me personally, I mean, I don't like Kanye, but a lot of people would probably put him top twenty-five. Okay, it's pretty amazing. I mean, he's pretty great. He's a great producer. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, and that's the point is he's got a lot of young fans and a lot of really loyal fans. Like Kanye has some of the most, if Kanye says it, we do it fan base, like oh, man. of all time. That's so, what we need in the Libertarian Party, just a bunch of, like, robot followers. That would be, man, how listen, interesting would that be? Listen, I mean, I was a robot when I came in, as far, you know, I was, okay. you know, what do you, do you think, do you think Kanye is more of a Rothbardian? Do you think he's more, do you think he's more of a, a Hoppian? Like, what, like, let's do this right now. What kind oh, of a, man. what kind of a Libertarian is Kanye? Ah, oh, man, that's interesting, yeah, like, what, what, yeah. hmm. Like, what are, we would need to like extrapolate his character traits, uh, and into. I could give it a shot. So give me okay, some questions. Yeah, I'd like to hear let's your see. Take. Let's see. What do you, What do you think? Like, let's see. What would be some questions you'd ask to try and discern where someone would be on the scale? Okay. Do you think uh, he's a volunteerist? <laughs> like, let's see. Ask some questions. Let's see if we can figure this out. Wait, what, you mean ask some questions that I would ask to like, Kanye? Yeah, no, ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask some questions that you would ask Kanye. Let's see if we can work this out together. Well, I mean, okay, I, I think that you would first ask him where he, what he felt about, like, police uh, and, 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 and uh, war and militarism. Well, I haven't heard him say anything on those subjects yet. I haven't either. But, which... but he likes people like Charlie Kirk, who is, like, who says taxation is theft, but also loves the police. So, yeah. where does that put him? That question. Yeah. So, okay. so he puts him in sort of a conservatarian zone right now. Right now. I see, see, what I know of Kanye is that he, he, I mean, and correct me where I'm wrong, because I am a 52-year-old 52, 52 man, but the, you are indeed. he seems, like, somewhat unhinged. Like, and he also seems like he doesn't really give a shit. Yes. In a lot Libertarian. Of yeah. Yes. You so just like, you mean, just look at the, de- the the dictionary definition of the word real libertarian. <laughs> yeah, somewhat unhinged and doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, you just looked at the definition of Lida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the third line he's shouting out. I know, man. God, he uh, deserves him. He that does. guy collects him. Okay, uh, so we have him on somewhat unhinged, but likes people who like the police but also hate taxes. Yeah, but that's so secondary, you know? Like, because he could be honing in on any one particular thing that Charlie Kirk is saying and, and could be completely ignoring the rest. That's true. You know? And Candace Owens is just straight up a conservative, so... so really? Who, who had libertarian... Who was a libertarian... What is he, what is, what is he d- drawn to about that, do you think? 
that it's different. Yeah, that, maybe that that's they're supposedly free thinkers. Right. But I don't think they are. I mean, obviously, personally, I don't think they are. I just think Kanye's been exposed to a certain mind frame for so long that he thinks anything different is free. When really, okay, those, yeah, that, when really, yeah, yeah. when really, those people are constrained to the exact same social forces in the opposite direction. But well, you know, yeah, sure, but like Cam Owens is exactly as much a slave to the conservative movement as anyone on the left is a slave to the leftist movement. Yeah, but it's yeah. but it is a, it is a different perspective, and that to that, him, that, yeah, to yeah, him. that could be beneficial to be like, oh, I, 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 I was, you know, that, that's what you know, that, that's what I say about like when growing up listening to Coast to Coast and stuff like that is like. Once you start to realize that the way that you looked at something yesterday may not be the way that you look at it the next day, yeah. it's like, oh, like maybe, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's other ways, you know, I, I guess. Right. And so, you know, and <clears throat> maybe that's what's going on. I, maybe not. But. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, God. So where, where would it be? Where would he be? <sighs> I don't know. That would be funny if he went what like. conservative libertarians. Vaguely neo-confederate. <laughs> So like, I want to see him with like a Confederate flag, Confederate flag trucker hat. Like that's, I need that. David Duke. I mean, yeah, David Duke. <laughs> yes, that's, David, that, that's what I'm. He's a David Dukean, so yeah. he's like a late era Rothbard. Basically. Uh, yeah. So he's like a late Rothbard. <laughs> that's where he's going next. That's where he's going next. Oh, that's perfect. That's Let's great. Fi- hold on. Let's see. Let's find out. Um, Murray Rothbard's. I'm trying to find his yeah his works his works list. So ah here we go. The Betrayal of the American Right is Murray Rothbard's last book. That was no. the last book he wrote. Yeah yeah no yeah. Way. Yo that's what it looks the, like. It, yeah yeah no, yeah yeah. It came that out was, in like '72 or '73 I think. Let's see. I'm fairly certain. I mean I have it on my shelf. No you're right. No no you know what you're absolutely right. But it is the last one listed. It was published in the '70s, but it was it actually was released in 2007. Yeah, says. that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. let me see. Let me look. Yeah, he wrote like one or two in the in the early '90s, I think, and uh, I can't re- recall them off the top of my head. But, no, uh, you know what? None. Of, I'm looking at them now. None of them are really um, socially positioned books. They all later on. It seems like he wrote a lot just about um, economics. Like earlier on, he did a lot more social stuff. Damn it! So I guess he's a hobby in then. Okay, I can. It's got to be a Hoppian because Hop is just late Rothbard. Yeah, I can live like, with that. Hop is just where Rothbard was going. All right, <laughs> so he's a Hoppian. I don't so, like that. I don't. <laughs> dude, hell, I don't like yes. that. In this in this <sighs> wild tragic comedy that is that is life, like I need this chaos. I need it. I Dude, feed off of it. How great would that be that he dangles libertarian in front of us, us, us two specifically? Yeah, and, and we just lunge for it. And we, we lunge for it. The and then he goes, ah, but actually, closed borders. God damn it. No. That would be oh, that would be the fucking worst. Uh, it would be. Oh man, but it would be the best in some way. It would yeah, no. It would be the, the sweetest syrup of, of, of shit birditude. <sighs> Oh man, that would be great. There we go. That's it. I'm done, man. I'm hurt. I'm hurting. Yeah. I'm hurting. Cause <laughs> you know what? We'll see. Because because Kanye's brain moves in mysterious ways. Like what was it yesterday? He just posted a picture of uh, of that girl from the Parkland shooting, and he was like, "My idol." Oh my god! Yeah, and everybody like lost their <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> yeah, because again, we got it. 
what that did was serve as a way to remind us all that it's just marketing. And yeah, yeah. This is all just us playing fantasy gambling. Or, his... or he's still, or, or he's still I... just kind of straddling the fence. Like it, he's, he's, he's making a fence his... sitter. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's just a fence sitter. Yeah, or you good. know, it could also be that he just likes some of the ideas from the conservative side, and he still yeah. likes a lot of the ideas from the. Maybe he's more of a free thinker than we were giving him credit for. Maybe, maybe. we're just, maybe we're the, just the ones who are constrained. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we, maybe we'll come out and like maybe join she... the Black Panthers or something like that. And he actually, he's is got a, a podcast God. going right now talking about what we're gonna do. <laughs> the Yeez cast. Yeez cast. Talking about what Bird and Carr are doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll definitely have the number three best. A- yeah. As Rolo and Slappy keep getting pushed. Yeah, they're getting bumped. They're getting bumped. They're, dude, dude they're, do you realize they're, that they're, one they're day... They're floundering. They're floundering. Do you realize that one day they are going to be the number one and we're going to eat the, the, the fattest crow <laughs> over making so much fun of them? <laughs> nah, that's not... That's uh, not yeah, happen. you're right. It's a little <clears throat> No <laughs> uh, all right, I'm good. You good? Yeah, yeah. Let's plug it. That was delightful. Uh, let's plug okay. it. Let's let's. You know what? First and foremost, um, we should plug Snarks. Yeah, dude. He came up with a. He's got some stuff up on Teespring. He came up with a really really cool design uh, for the fat cast and put it on a mug. Uh, put it on a sticker and put it on a T-shirt. I'm. I haven't decided what I'm gonna get. I think I'm only gonna get one item because my budget's shot. But yeah, uh, I'm looking into it, man. They look good. They really, yeah, they're, they're the, awesome. The design's really design. cool. Yeah, it's a really cool design. Um, we'll post it in the uh, description for the podcast. Yep. Just click yep. the link, and it'll send you right there. That's at Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-D-9, Zach Ford 9 on Twitter. Uh, just look them up. Give them, uh, give them some love. Give them some money. You know, that's a, it's a damn cool shirt. And if you don't want the shirt, get the sticker. Put it on the back of your phone. Put it everywhere. Let everybody know you're a fag in real life. Come on, man. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, who else we got? We got the standards. We got uh, Anarchy Ball. Always plugging him. Mance Raider. Everybody, keep an eye out for Mance Raider because I've been in talks with the guy. Uh, things are happening. Sneaky crow. Yeah. We got, of course, Rolo and Slappy. You know the the true number one podcast. They need we're just, so much we're just help. Taking. So they yeah. Need a lot of help. So go go give them a, a follow. God, they're they've been their content has just been floundering. We we're uh, we're we're recording on Cinco de Mayo. We got Bendy Straws, Dina Files from Rogue Files is coming on. Man, We're I talk some shit to, with him. Yeah, <coughs> Jesus, man, my allergies are so bad. I talk, I listened to, I dropped in on a live thing with them, and then yeah. I listened to one of his podcasts recently. Oh, he's um, awesome. And, yeah, man, he really is. I really, he like really knows. He really knows, like where he wants to go with what he believes. Yeah, and I like right. that because as yeah. somebody who can't fucking tie their shoes in the morning, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. The, I appreciate the way he can target all his thoughts. So oh yeah, I, I really it's look forward to having. Very interesting on. having two just like scatterbrained individuals, and then and then Dino <laughs> just straight shooting through us like on Saturday. I can't, yeah. wait, can't wait to see how that dynamic goes. So that'll be out next week, uh, next week Wednesday. Um, it's everybody, right? Uh, believe so. Go buy Liberty Mug, LibertyMugs.com. Liberty Mugs. All right, guys. Till next week. Two hands on the wheel. Peace.